the wide, wide world of sports is going on here. Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Go to go <laughs> You better put them hands together. Put them together Everybody for Tuesday on B&E. Oh, man, uh, Jason on the text line says, eating Cheez-Its while listening to you 2 while at Joshua Tree. Sounds like a great summer vacation. Nice. He says, for me and Jeff Howe. There you go. I like that. You know what's uh, been my snack lately? Oh, my wife's not listening. Coca-Cola, Blue Bag Doritos, and a Mars bar. Dang. How often are we doing that? No, I'm that sorry. And a, Snicker, and a Snickers, not a Mars bar. Snickers. They don't even know if they make Mars bars anymore. And a Snickers. That's, that's my go-to bad snack now, E. That's, that's where you'll find the bag on the passenger side uh, down there below there at the footrest there. Sorry. It sounds like a mud, mudslide to me. That, that very close. You say mudslide? <laughs> They're very close. No, it kind of binds me. It it really does. It it's very binding. I use corn for that. For corn really works on binding bi- binding purposes. Does it really? Yeah. Or yeah, but you can't get good me. corn now. I mean, you can't. I, I mean, I, you I say used Bitcoin. I can't do. I don't do canned corn anymore. What, Bitcoin or Bitcoin? What are we talking corn, about? Corn, 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 like corn, corn in a cow. Or niblets. Niblets. But you do canned corn. Yeah, some sweet corn, canned corn. Do you? Um, That's an easy side right there. There's like no nutritional value in corn though. Really. From what I understand, I, I like. You know what I haven't had in a long time that I like that out of a can. I think of peas. You like peas? Uh, that's like the oh, one thing. Oh my, that's one thing I, I can't like do. Yeah. I can't do peas, peas and green beans. No, yeah. no. peas and a, carrots. Oh, once no. you, like, I grew up on the canned green beans, but once you once you've had the you know the fresh, sure. you trim them yourself. You can't. really yes. you can't really get. It's hard to go back. I still like the canned. I've green never beans. gone back. Peas and carrots in the in the in the cafeteria line. Throw me some peas and carrots oh, in that pocket. God, come on, man. I like peas and carrots. Who doesn't like peas and carrots? Mm. Um, okay, so a lot of these uh, chip conversations coming in, and we appreciate yeah, those. Yeah, bad with the chips. I don't, all of a sudden I'm getting bad with the chips and bad with the Coca-Colas. That's not good. I, I mean, I've done that whole thing where I've, you know, get the stuff off of my battery with, you know, pouring a little Coke on it. That's that's in me belly. Is that doing the same crap in me belly. belly than it does on a battery? Yeah. Uh, no, seriously? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just cleaning you out, just like the battery. Yeah, I don't. You know, I, I do pretty good on avoiding sweets and a lot of carbs, but chips are chips would be my one weakness. Chips are the one chips. thing I don't do. See, I, I chips are. I'm an ice cream candy. I'm the opposite. I'm cookies. chips. I'm chips. I'm chips and case, chips and salsa. It's hard for me to avoid. One of those that little pe- the the Pepperidge Farms cook like they're like rolled up. It's like comes in a tin. They're like little sticks of like a pastry filled Ooh. with chocolate. I don't know. What I've that been is. getting those recently. I don't do a lot of sweets. You need to bring you those in here. Right? You would love. You need you to bring that in here. Yeah, I'll, bring that you, sounds, I'll bring you a can. Sounds good. Okay. Well, and I'm still a I'm still a Pringles guy. I love, love me some Pringles. I remember I still when I was Pringles. a kid, if I got a thing of Pringles, I thought we were we were rich all of a sudden. <laughs> Mom wasn't buying the generic potato chips. We got Pringles. 
But of course, between my brother and I, they'd be gone in oh, like a half they an hour. They, they would not last. I'm still a Pringles guy. I still <laughs> do some Pringles. Yeah, I'm a, me too. All right, let's get to the headlines, trending topics as we get this thing cranked up. Uh, big stories of the day. Top Gun Equipment Rentals bring you the news. And yeah, college baseball center stage yesterday and last night out in Palo Alto. Stanford Cardinal did it again. Rolled past AM 7 to 1. Complete their climb back through the loser's bracket and win their own regional there uh, in advance of the Super Regional round. They will host Texas in a best of three series coming up this weekend. Uh, Eighth ranked Cardinal won two games Sunday, remember, topping Cal State Fullerton and then AM and then took them down again last night to set up this weekend's showdown series between two storied programs. Stanford seeking their 19th trip to the CWS, Texas for their 39th. Earlier in the day yesterday, the red-hot TCU offense erupted once again and uh, pushed the Frogs past Arkansas 12-4. They captured the Fayetteville Regional 3-0, dominant performance. They were down 4-2 in the sixth. The Horned Frogs rallied for nine runs over their last final three at-bats and advanced to the Super Regionals. And surprise, TCU is going to host number one seeded Indiana State this weekend in Fort Worth. That's because the Sycamores had to decline to host because of previously scheduled conflicts on their campus. Horn Frogs entered the weekend, winners of 17 of their last 19 games. They won the Big 12 Championship, the Fayetteville Regional. They've scored 12 or more runs in six of their last seven games. In Gainesville yesterday, top seed of Florida advanced to end Texas Tech season. 6-0 the win there. Duke, Southern Miss, Kentucky also advanced to the out of the first weekend and into the full field of 16. College Softball World Series, no surprise in Oklahoma City. Top-ranked Oklahoma extended their Division I record winning streak to 51 in a row. They beat Stanford 4-2. They will uh, be for the, in the championship series for the fourth straight year. They're going to meet Florida State. Best two out of three series for the championship. Major League Baseball last night, first place Rangers and second place Astros, both Post victories, Sizzling Rangers won their fourth in a row with a one in, a run in the ninth. Beat the Cardinals four to three. Nathaniel Lowe's RBI single scored uh, Marcus Simeon. Simeon did extend his hitting streak to 24 games with a couple of hits last night. In Toronto, Astros jumped all over the Blue Jays starter Alec Manoa. Scored six runs in the first inning. Corey Jolks hit a grand slam. They go on to an 11-4 win. Round Rock had the night off. News from Texas basketball coming down. Several reports now that head coach Rodney Terry has lured Corey Schlesinger away from the NBA's Phoenix Suns to become the Longhorns' new head strength and conditioning coach. He had been the director of performance and strength and conditioning for the Suns since 2019. NHL Stanley Cup Finals, all Vegas last night. It was 7-2 in Game 2. They now own a two-games-to-none lead in the Stanley Cup Finals uh, over Florida. And and, in the NFL, Dallas Cowboys have released wide receiver Antonio Callaway after his arrest last week in Miami for driving with a a suspended license. Callaway was signed to the Cowboys practice squad last November, never dressed for a regular season game. Another gambling investigation in the NFL. Confirmation yesterday that the league is investigating Indianapolis Colts cornerback and kick returner Isaiah Rodgers for possible violations of the league's gambling policy. It's alleged that the projected starter for the Colts this year made as many as 100 bets through a sportsbook account that was opened up under a friend's name that included bets on Colts games. Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. Get a free Hustler generator with purchase of select Hustler zero-turn mowers in stock till June 30th at Top Gun. TopGun.net will shoot you straight. I mean, you got to be extra dumb to bet on your own team. you got to know that's wrong. I mean, that just... That's gotcha. just got to be a natural, well, doesn't Jeff it? Jeff Saturday was the coach. Oh. Yeah, well, a good point there, Ty. Yeah. Maybe he knew what was up here, that they were going to blow. Remember how bad they were in the fourth quarter with Jeff oh. Saturday when he took over? He's trying to take advantage of it. No, you getting $25 bets? Really? That, Come that on, is, man. That is illegal. Well, here, the, the, the lines in this story are just, this is the Isaiah Rogers story we just mentioned to wrap up the headlines from the Colts. And remember, in Indianapolis, he was projected to compete for a starting job. He, at corner, they traded uh, Stephon Gilmore to the Cowboys. 
So that was going to open up a spot for him. And uh, he's a sixth-round pick originally, entering the final year of a four-year, $3.4 million contract. The sportsbook account was opened under the name of an associate of Rogers. That's probably a buddy of his. Uh, sources say approximately 100 bets were placed on the account over an undisclosed amount of time, including on Colts games. As to your point, Buck, most of the bets were between 20 and $25. My goodness. At least one bet was a low four-figure bet. Low four-figure bet. That's a thousand or more, obviously. And um, you think any of these bets were on the game? They were up like thirty-one-zero. Ended up losing. Take the fourth quarter. Just like hey, I, bet. I, I got some money on this guy's going to start giving giving up some points wow. here. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, I can't imagine you just being quiet about that and saying, you know what, I did, I didn't realize we couldn't bet on my own team. He knew that. Yeah, of course he did. Uh, Indiana Gaming Commission confirmed ESPN that it had received information pertaining to the matter was following developments. NFL is investigating. But if he's if he made bets and they can prove it on his own team. Yeah, that's um, that's not going to be good. He won't play this year. And think about that. You're making 25 to $50 bets, I guess, for fun, for the adrenaline rush or whatever. No, I'd like to see my paycheck every time at the window uh, yeah. of that $3 million. Yeah. You're not going to be in the NFL very long, so you better – Sock that money away and not just give it back by better, gambling twenty five bucks. Well, look, if he has a or good, you better get good at gambling. And if he yeah, has a good, yeah. Well, if he has a good year this year, he could be the starter, and he's playing the final year of his deal. He can parlay that into a second contract. That's that true. Ain't happening You're right. now. No, for twenty five to fifty dollar bets. Gosh, that is uh, troubling. Uh, but yes, and that's why I say you know I know I've heard a lot of people say, well, what's going to happen when a when a big name. When a big name gets popped for for illegal gambling, and let's remember NFL players can gamble, just not on football, not on NFL games, and they can't do any gambling at the facility or at any team facility. So on a bus, on a plane, you know, flying back from a game, they can't be you know playing blackjack on you know hands of blackjack. That's that's against the rules. But they can play blackjack on their own time if they want to. NFL players are allowed to do that. Uh, but they can't bet on NFL games, uh, or and they're they're it's not supposed to bet on college games too. But yeah, I mean, if they want to go to the Kentucky Derby, they could throw down on the sure. horses. Yes, they can. That's legal. Like anybody else, that's legal, um, for sure. But uh, yeah, and you know, people talk about the big names. Those big names, they're not. Worried. I heard they're somebody not doing say that. yesterday, what if what if I think it was on one of those national TV shows, and what if a uh, Kirk Cousins got popped? You know, well, Kirk Cousins is making a hundred million dollars. He doesn't need twenty five dollars. Well, I guess he could bet big, big bets, but is that worth the risk? Of no, Kirk Not Cousins he, is the last person that's getting caught for gambling. Well, I'm just so, look, yeah, you're right. I don't you expect to see collect a, every cent of his money. Yeah. Well, right, and, but so the, the the guys who are making the big paychecks, why would they even need to gamble? Now, if it's for the addiction or adrenaline rush or whatever, Ty mentioned Michael Jordan and the guys just like Mike Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson right. was making a lot of money. He just liked to bet. Yeah, I'm, I don't have a gambling addiction. I'm just competitive. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you, so I, I guess. And what's the NFL going to do when a starting quarterback? I mean, not even put a name on it like Kirk Cousins. When a starting quarterback of a team is in the same, gets himself into the same place, you know, would the league suspend them for the full year? That will become a, a question for the NFL because again, the league is fully in bed with gambling now. Uh, they're going to have. Live betting going on at games at, at certain arenas this year. They've got a team in Vegas now. Uh, they're not shying away from it, and they're taking the revenue from it. But at the same time, players play under a set of rules that are collectively bargained uh, with the Players Association. They know the rules. So if you break them, you're going right. to well, pay the well, consequences. Then these organizations and teams need to do a better job in educating their guys about gambling. I mean, that's that just seems kind of silly to me. 
Well, look, I know this. Uh, and I know they get talked to about it the minute they, they walk in. I mean, Well, not just rookie, by their teams, but yeah. by the – and certainly with all this going on in Detroit and Indianapolis now sure. and these others, there's going to be a, a, a heightened sense of reminders, guys. Because, uh, you know, you lose – I mean, the, the the Detroit Lions have a high ceiling this year, and they're losing Jamison Williams with their best receiver or one of their best receivers for six games. Uh, that doesn't help, and he was just you know doing something silly. Uh, get that turned around, but so yes, uh, but here it is. The, you know the uh, you know when the when you know, when the players got got drafted, right? Bijan Robinson, Roshan Johnson, they all went to a rookie seminar, seminar, yeah. Yeah. symposium, a weekend, rookie weekend. It's organized by the Players Association. And at those meetings, you know, they learned a lot about the league. They talked about your cousin and your uncle wanting to be involved right. in you and putting your money in real estate. A lot estate. of advice. Sure. Uh, and, you know, how that first year is going to go and how to, what to, you know, the best, best, it's kind of like a conference of rookies of best case, best practices. A lot of different in, people coming in to talk yes, to you. in your first year in the league. And one of the big ones is do not gamble. Yes. <laughs> don't get involved in gambling. Uh, even though you may have done it in college, may, even though maybe you're involved, don't do it. And you, you know that's been impressed upon these players. But, you know, they're, most of them, this guy, is, he's 25 or under. Most of those guys need to, to learn a lesson. It looks like they will. But you can't bet on your own team. Man. Even if Jeff Saturday's your head coach. <laughs> Jeez. Even if Saturday, yeah, you're not going to get any big names. Big name guys are going to be wasting their money doing this. That's a good narrative there, Ty. They'll be betting guy, on the stock on the stock market. That's what they'll be doing. You can do that. They're going to put twenty five dollars on some random NHL game. They're not going to do that. I bet Brett Favre was. You can do that. Uh, with Brett Favre, what? I bet he was putting down some money on some stuff. Oh. I bet there's been some Brett Favre. I bet a the lot guy's just trying to help his daughter out. I mean, he's got to make that extra money on the side, right? Well, well yeah. What do you expect him to do? He's trying to get a, vo- a volleyball court built for his daughter. Well, let's not put any more allegations on Brett Favre. There's never been any any indication that just, he was a gambler. He, he just seems like the kind of guy. Well, but then right. that's a that's a that's an all allegation. I got a feel for those kind of things. Yeah. Well, then if he was in, they'd be saying the same thing about Joe Namath. Uh, but there's a ton of guys that are bigger names than any of the that have come out that have done in I, the past. It, no, right now, I bet there's guys that are doing exactly the same thing that haven't been caught. Or have been, but they're too big of a name to where the NFL is like, well, we we can't spend this guy for a year or a half a year. Well, that's exactly the the point I'm raising, right? And and, and that's I I disagree because I think they they make too much money to to risk losing a full season or be kicked out of the league for gambling. It's not worth. I mean, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. I no, mean, how much you're going to make on a bet versus how much my contract's going to pay me this year. Uh, that is silly, but and my sponsor under- over here to this and that. <laughs> yeah, no, those yeah. Guys well, I got all these sponsors stuff. I'm tied into. I, I need to. So I think that would outweigh the 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 need to gamble uh, with. You're gambling with your you know, hundred million dollar contract in some of these cases. With some I know, of these big and, guys. The guy is, and the guy who's gambling with three million dollar contract is as dumb as anybody. <laughs> Dude, you don't need that. You don't need to be messing with that. But you know, I mean, I like Ty's theory there though about uh, Jeff Saturday because if you're this, this young guy, you're a sixth round pick, and now you know behind the scenes, hey, wait a second, our, our billionaire owner just hired this guy off the television set to coach us. Oh, hey, yeah. he won that first game though. I'm going all in against Isn't us. There the rest something of the about league. that? Yeah, I know. I don't even need some inside scoop. I know we're not going to win a lot of football games from here on out. Uh, go ahead and go ahead and go the other way. But uh, yeah, you can't do that, young guy. Cannot do that uh, for sure. Uh, all right, so uh, Calvin Ridley, by the way, is the biggest name of any player that's that's been popped, and he sat out a full year, so that would be an indicator. Calvin Ridley was and Detroit awesome. seemed like they had a couple guys on their on oh, their yeah. football team that were doing oh several they had, they had wow. several that uh, and at the same position they were all friends and should have known better. 
and Jamison Williams being one of them. But Jamison is one of the ones. Remember, he's a first-round pick out of Alabama. He's one of those guys that uh, uh, only got six games. Several guys in Detroit got the full season. And, and they got released. Yeah, they got cut loose. They said, all right, Jamison, you're, you're good enough. Yeah, we'll wait on you. We'll wait on you. The rest of you, get See out. <laughs> and what is it about these Alabama wide receivers for crying out loud? Well, it never happens at Alabama. That's what Nick Saban says. It, it we happens after them, they go to Alabama. Yeah, it's after they leave Alabama. We have them under control it's when we're the at baseball Alabama. team and the basketball teams. Yeah, what is oh, going on? Football teams. And, what about basketball? Didn't they have like a shooting or something? Uh, I know we've, we've been through that story. But uh, Calvin Ridley's the biggest name that's been popped, and Calvin got a full season. And remember, he was betting when he was hurt. He was on the injured list and not even playing. And they popped him in Atlanta, and he ended up getting traded to Jacksonville. He'll be back this year playing for Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. That is far and away the biggest name uh, of, of recent of these recent pops that have uh, been caught gambling. Under and the I NFL think Paul sting. Horning back in the old days. Oh yeah, Arch Schleister at Ohio State. Oh, Remember that guy? Yeah. Talk about a an addiction. You know, Arch Schleister was a good quarterback at Ohio State, and he could not stop gambling. I mean, it was he was Pete Rose in football. It was a problem for him. Uh, to say Pete Rose was like betting on himself, though, right? Or like on the, the games that he was in. That's the big thing with him. Uh, is that it was like consequential to I always like have to outcomes. say this about Pete Rose. People who argue that he should be in the Hall of Fame, and I know he should be by, by his performance on the field, to Ty's question, the big reason that Pete Rose is not in the Hall of Fame is that he signed a document uh, with the commissioner of the league. The, the league had a ton more on him in their investigation. The Dowd report had a ton more of information that would have answered Ty's question. What was he betting on? What wasn't he betting on? What were the bets made? Were against his team, for his team? And a lot of people believe there would have been evidence, there is evidence in that, of him betting against his own team while managing, mm-hmm. which, I mean, come on. you yeah, That's as bad as the control is. there. That's as bad as it gets. That's Alabama. And the reason it never came out is that Pete Rose signed a document that bans him from baseball forever. Forever, right. He signed it. Uh, it was to keep all that information from coming out, which is why I've always been anti-Pete Rose, because he, he knew what was in there or was told what was in there. He signed it to keep it from going public and yet continued to hammer baseball for not letting him in the Hall of Fame, even though he signed the document to preserve his his name Didn't as much as they could. Yes. And, um, you know, that's never reported enough when the Pete Rose discussion, absolutely by performance, he should be in the Hall of Fame 10 times. But, um, you know, he signed the document that gets him that, that does not allow for that. Uh, to to protect from the, all that information from coming out, but either way, uh, it's under seal at this point, and so we don't know. But yes, Pete Rose had a problem. Pretty and clear. Congratulations to Coach Terry if if that is if he's picking up a strength and conditioning coach from the NBA for his guys. Good job. The uh-huh. Suns are known to have like one of the best training staffs. Well, look, I mean, right? the, 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 the yeah, this is a good get. I mean, if you read about uh, folks around the NBA saying, "Wow." Oh, yeah. Uh, this is uh, Corey Schlesinger. Uh, he was with the fun, the Suns. He was their director of performance and strength and conditioning. They went to the finals while he was there, NBA finals. And, uh, you know, he, it's not his fault Chris Paul got hurt again. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. You know, Chris Paul always gets hurt late in the season. Doesn't but, matter where he's at. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty good strength and performance. With Monty Williams there, the head coach, they were one of the best teams in the West for the last several years, almost won a championship. And now, obviously, with the change in coaching staff there, and ownership in Phoenix at the top level that um, maybe he sees that it might be a good time for a jump, and he's coming to Texas. Can you give me that number on Monty again, Monty Williams, how much he just 82 made? $82 million, I think it was, $87 million. Yeah, the, 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 the Detroit Pistons dollars? had to give him a lot of money to come coach their team. That's pretty fair. And a six-year deal because it's going to be a bit before they're good, and he wants Don't they security. absolutely suck? 
Oh, yeah. Well, Cade Cunningham was hurt most of the year. Jaden Ivey, their top pick in last year's draft, had a pretty good year. Um, There's I, some pieces, and they have a high they're pick They're very this year. young. They're very young. Yeah, Matthew Williams. And that's why he wanted a six-year contract to go ahead and uh, you know, give me some time here. That's all guaranteed for coaches, too, in the NBA, right? Yes, it is. Yes. So he, he he's getting that money even if they fire him uh, a couple of years in, which is it was just something they do. But obviously getting that guarantee tells you that the Pistons are ready to stick with him because they know he's a proven coach in Oklahoma City and in Phoenix. Uh, so for Rodney Terrybuck, it's um, your, your coaching staff now. Frank Haith is the top assistant along with Steve McClain. Those two will work together to uh, be the right and the left hand of, of head coach Rodney Terry. Brandon Chappell is an assistant coach. Chris Ogden will move back into that role of director of basketball operations. And um, Corey Schlesinger comes in as the Director of Sports Performance, Head of Strength and Conditioning. And we know that the roster is uh, filled out with uh, nine or ten players, and the Longhorns are still looking in the portal for uh, another guard, I think would be the word. And uh, as we said, if you're looking for what do they want out of the the, 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 the portal, they're looking for about a 6'5", six, 6'4", six, guard, you know, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, guard, long arms that can defend and shoot. Just don't handle the rock for them. Well, they got they got ball handlers in Hunter and Asmus, and they've got you know guys who can run the point, play combo, and score. Uh, and Kendall Weaver is there as well, but they need someone who, as you said, can defend. I mean, the one thing about oh, Texas, yeah. right? You look at this year; they'll be bigger up front, right? They'll have height up front, where you have Caden Shedrick, who's a six eleven senior, and uh, Zarek Onyema, and, and and Dylan DeSue, and you know Dylan Mitchell. I mean, you're six eight, six nine, six eleven across the front. But in the backcourt, you can score. You're dynamic potentially, but you're six foot and six foot. You're right with your starting backcourt. So uh, defensively, does that become a problem where you're getting back down? Offensively, I don't think it will be. But you, you would like to see a, a rangier type guard, For sure, uh, to to play, especially you know. Great guard play in the Big 12. We've got to have defensive players that can go. And it doesn't mean Tyrese Hunter can't be a good defensive player. It doesn't mean Max Asimov can't play good defense. But some of those long-arm defenders can help you out. Big 12 is going to be a gauntlet. We know that uh, with what can- you know, Kansas now has Arterio Morris, who's a former Longhorn. And they've added good pieces in Baylor and Houston, the Cougs, uh, rolling in with Kelvin Sampson. So, yeah, you better be ready in the backcourt. But, uh, but that's a good get at uh, Director of Sports Performance. Head coach and conditioning. Good stuff, Rodney Terry. Okay, good stuff there. Uh, good. We'll take your thoughts on the gambling in the NFL. Is that going to come to a head? And is it hypocritical of the NFL to embrace it as much as they are, but still have rules against it? Uh, probably you know, would be a collectively bargained discussion. But we'll take your thoughts always and appreciate having them. Craig Way has his report coming. Salacious gossip and the blitz for the end of the hour. Uh, Ty Harrington, our skipper, will help us break down the bracket of 16 remaining teams after the uh, end of the top of the end of the early part of the nine o'clock hour. It's a busy Tuesday here on the Horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. B and E with you on this Tuesday, D Day, Remembrance Day. Seventy-nine years ago, this day, the uh, storming of the beaches, Omaha Beach, Normandy, changed the world. Changed the world. A lot of lives lost that day. A lot of young lives lost that day in the fight for freedom and uh, liberty. But um, wasn't just a beach, by the way. It was a, a steep coastline. incline. You know, just, coastline. And yes. Then, no, but um, you know, had to. Stemmed the tide to the onslaught wow. of uh, Nazi Germany at the time, and uh, took a lot took a lot of young American lives and lives in general to to make that happen. And uh, liberty's not free; it comes at a cost. And it uh, is reminded to us each and every June June sixth 
Uh, 80 years next year, 80-year anniversary of that for sure, but uh, for sure. Hey, Buck, the uh, Craig Way Report coming up, Gossip and Blitz. Also talking some college baseball with Ty Harrington next hour. Eager to talk to Ty. You know, TCU's playing great baseball right now. Yes, they are. They're, they're, they, along with Wake Forest, are the two hottest teams in college baseball. And, you know, it's not always about the best team. It's who's playing the best at the right time. Absolutely. And TCU would fall into that category. And here's the other thing for TCU. They're falling into the breaks. Like, Texas is not getting a lot of breaks here as far as the way the, the bracket was built and the way it's falling. Because, as we said, they had to go through Miami, who's a top-nine team, ninth-ranked team in the country, on their home home field. Uh, it's a tough regional Go in one of the traditional powers in college baseball, 25 trips to Omaha. So that was a big achievement. Well, now you have to go to Stanford, where Stanford is trying to get to their 19th College World Series. They're a top eight. They're the eighth-ranked team in the country. That will be by no means a, 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 an easy feat. And if they're able to do that to get to Omaha again, you know, they line up with the Wake Forest-Alabama series. So there's a good chance that Texas, if they get to Omaha, may have to face Wake Forest if they, if, if they get there. It's a big. I just like the fact that you have to play the best teams. I mean, if you're a, if you're if you're a 40 win ball club by now, you should be ready sure. to play everybody that's on that schedule now, right? Well, there's some good fortune and luck that comes with it. Sure. And you know, Texas having to go through two traditional powers, and then if they get there, because you just when you get to Omaha and you're playing another four team regional on your side of the bracket, you you need to stay in the winners bracket, but. Like they found out last year, you get there and you play a really good Notre Dame team. Well, it looks like they're here. If Texas gets there, big if they got to beat Stanford twice. If they do, they're going to play the winner of the Wake Forest Alabama series, which are both host, you know, top sixteen teams. And Wake Forest is the hottest team in baseball, college baseball. Hey, Wake Forest just won their their home regional as the number one team in the country and outscored their opponents forty seven to eight. So that is a that's a tough. But you know what? You take on the challenge. You just yes. do. You just rise up and play. Point of that is that TCU who's playing great, too, and earning everything they're getting, they're, they're having some breaks fall their way. I mean, this thing to, to have to, to to win in Fayetteville, beat Arkansas twice, uh, score double-digit runs again yesterday with 12 more. They get to play at home. And, and now they don't have to go to Indiana State. If you haven't heard that story that dropped late yesterday, Indiana State won the uh, Terre Haute uh, region. They were the 16th-ranked team in this tournament, I believe, or, or 15th. And so, But they had to turn down the opportunity to host. Uh, because they are, there's a big special uh, special Olympics event or special ed event there on their campus. It's a pretty massive statewide thing, apparently, that they've been planning for, and they don't have the, the staff or the capacity to handle two big events on one weekend in Terre Haute, Indiana, so, and they don't have enough hotel rooms. The NCAA mandates that you have enough hotel rooms within driving distance of the, of the park to make it feasible, and so the NCAA had to, you know, essentially Indiana State had to decline the opportunity, and that will fall to... You know, would have been Arkansas had Arkansas won Fayetteville, but TCU did. So it's going to fall to TCU. They will get to host a Super Regional in Fort Worth this weekend. Yep, all the room at the ends are taken there, whatever ends they have and left. T- and TCU has plenty of uh, yes. hotels, and they can manage in Fort Worth. And uh, and here's the thing with TCU, if they're able to win that at home against a good team, right, but they're playing great and they're getting on their home park, they line up once they get to Omaha with the Oregon Oral Roberts side of the bracket. And Oral Roberts is a four seed that uh, surprised everybody in Stillwater. Oregon is a is a two seed that won the Nashville Regional. If you get to Omaha, you're going to play a really good team. But you, yeah, right. you, you would like to catch a break somewhere in a there. Break. Give me a <laughs> Not, break. I mean, and so Texas is in a spot where it's Miami, Stanford, and potentially Wake Forest on their track. Um, again, again, this is take nothing away from TCU. That's why I was rooting for the Aggies. Not just the fact that there would be a nice crowd wherever this game was going to be played, but. 
cut me a break. Yeah, well, Stanford is a really good team, and their the depth of their pitching staff came to came to bear here over the last two days. Uh, Sunday and, and Monday, they have to win three games in two days, beat the Aggies twice, and their pitching was really the difference. And obviously, they're hitting. They scored, you know. 13 runs on Saturday night. Uh, Sunday night, they scored seven more last night, so 20 runs in the two games, but their pitching was outstanding as well. That's what the Longhorns will do. It's because the Longhorns pitching was outstanding in mm-hmm. Coral Gables. They're going to try to travel with that. And that's some, some interesting travel, too, Buck, to go all the way to Miami and then back and then out to the West Coast for this next series. Longhorns deal with that as well. But uh, accept the challenge. We'll hear more from Craig on that. If you're looking at it, your super regional matchups, number one, Wake Forest faces Alabama. Number two, Florida will play South Carolina, who's the number 15 team in the country. That's an all-SEC matchup, which will be really good. Number five, uh, LSU, fifth-ranked LSU, will play 12th-ranked Kentucky. Kentucky got it out of the Lexington region. Uh, uh, Seventh-ranked Virginia is going to get Duke. How about Duke coming out of the Coastal Carolina oh, yeah. region as a lower seed? Uh, 14-ranked Indiana State will get TCU. And then Texas goes to Stanford. Tennessee will host Southern Mississippi. Southern Miss out of the Fun Belt Conference, and then Oral Roberts and Oregon. Oral Roberts and Oregon are that's kind of the outlier uh, group, and I believe that yeah, that's going to be at Oregon, out there in Duckland. So yeah, Texas didn't catch much of a break now. Right? Well, it's just um, it's just the way it falls. Yes, and you got to go win ball games, but uh, yeah, because as you said, if you get to Omaha, you're going to have to win. You're going to have to beat tough teams, no matter who they are. Well, and I think if you flip that around and you're Wake Forest and now you get to host Alabama, and if Wake can win two games, they're going to look at it and say, we're the number one team. We've got to play Texas when we get to Omaha. Come on, man. absolutely. Uh, And that's the way you want it to be if you're Texas. But Texas is, you know, they're 21st ranked team in the country right now. Uh, But they can play better than that. They can play to that level. Wake Forest has played to that level all year. That's where they're the number one team in the country. And uh, TCU, man, winners of 17 of 19 ball games. They've scored 12 or more runs in seven of the in six of their last seven games. They won the Big 12 tournament in dominant fashion. They won Fayetteville in dominant fashion, and now they'll host Indiana State this weekend in Fort Worth. The only two Texas teams remaining are TCU and Texas. And poor Aggies, sorry. Aggies. Had your chances last night. Aggies now know how Texas State felt last year. When you have two chances to win, you have a chance to, to lock this thing up, come home, potentially host a regional, a super regional, and uh, Stanford beat you. At least last night for the for the Aggies, it was kind of Ty. Was there anything in you that was rooting for the Aggies last night? No, not at all. I told you they get smacked. They were too worried about playing us in the supers. Oh man, Ty, could have been. Could have been talk. Well, uh, I was rooting for the Aggies, but it didn't look good. They got the early home run. And uh, took a one nothing lead, but uh, seven nothing unresponded to, and the pitching for for Stanford was outstanding uh, out there. Yeah, you're not seeing very many two to one games here from this point on. Well, they put LBJ on the mound. Throw LBJ out there. Come on, uh, got to beat the best to win the title. Bring them on. That's exactly right. Absolutely. Um, somebody said special education event. <laughs> Is A and M participating? No, I believe it's a special Olympics thing mm-hmm. that they're doing for the state of Indiana at, at Terre Haute. I, I, I read the, the piece of the statement, and they just they were very apologetic to their fans and the team. They just they just don't have the facilities to to handle a super regional. There's requirements, as we said, with the NCAA, and they even cited that we don't have the staff, we don't have the manpower to do put on both of these events uh, on the same weekend. So it's going to Fort Worth. And good for them. Uh, all right, so second time this year the Aggies have lost, so they wouldn't have to play us. <laughs> well, you know. It's us. It's us, yes. Well, we are one. I just cannot wait for uh, um, 
cannot wait for the Longhorns to join the SEC in full and we get these games wow. as conference games again over and over and over again in all sports. It'll be good times. Good times are here to stay. Somebody asked this question on our conversation about gambling, Ty. It says, Ty, would you, could you ever be rich enough to stop gambling? No. Come on. The stress levels would decrease with the more money that was coming in. But I, I, it's, not, it's not to make money. It's, it's just for fun. But, but if you got to a point where you were comfortably, you couldn't, you couldn't stop? Yeah, you could. Yes, you, yeah, I mean, you could and you would. I do, that's not what it's about, though. Really? It's part of it, but it's mostly just I just enjoy it. You enjoy the you rush. Like the, you like that rush? Yeah. This fills your competitive cup. I mean, if I had more money, I'd probably just be in Vegas all the time on the blackjack table. <laughs> so this is probably saving me money. You know, that could be a problem. Probably saving me money. I love this. This is like my wife tells me all the time. I, You know, it was on clearance. It was on clearance. Well, it stopped, yeah, you're saving it stopped saving me so much money with <laughs> <Yeah>. these sales. <laughs> Come on, man. Or us so much money, I should say. That's but right. Yeah. Stop saving us money. But no, it's on sale. You know, my friend Clarence and the, at the Target or the oh, Ross yeah. or the TJ Maxx. It's like, okay, yeah, well, you know, tap it down a little bit. Uh, as Ty says, you, you don't have to spend it. You don't have to have that new pair of shoes. Uh, that's the way that goes. Uh, so we'll have some fun with that. We've got uh, a lot going on. You know what else is today, Buck? Today is June the 6th. In addition to the D-Day anniversary, it is the uh, first day of mandatory mini camps. Uh-oh. For mandatory now. Cowboys. Yeah. There you go. You know, in the collective bargaining agreement in the NFL, they have OTAs, organized team activities, where it's about conditioning and technique drills and things. And those things are a lot of times optional. Most, Coach, Coach Jones out there in his bike shorts. Yes, but today, t- today, tomorrow, and then uh, Thursday and up at the Star Complex, it's the mandatory. Got to be there mini camps for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, you know, these those mini mandatory mini camps ahead of ca- training camp are pretty important. They do a lot of the install, and of course, there's a new offensive coordinator here. That's Mike McCarthy. He's not new to the coaching staff, but he's new to the offensive coordinator roles. Run the ball, and uh, you know, coming out of the OTAs, the word with Dak Prescott was Dak was really in sync with Big Mac and that, um, you know, Mac was leaning, but McCarthy was leaning on him for, because they're, they're not throwing away the Kellen Moore playbook, whatever the playbook was. They're taking the pieces they want from it, maybe adding some new things to it. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, Mike McCarthy wants to run the ball more. Mike McCarthy wants to protect his offense or protect his defense more. That's the game plan. And by all accounts, Dak Prescott is on board with it uh, to be more conservative offensively, take fewer chances, but, let the defense, as we told you yesterday, Micah Parsons drawing parallels to the 2000 Baltimore Ravens defense for the Cowboys this year, that if you let us, we can win the game for you. If you let us, win, and we can put you in position to score points because of our ability to force turnovers and sack quarterbacks. like that Ravens defense. That's what they did. Well, it's today and tomorrow and, uh, and when Thursday. So, and today's the, some, are, some are doing it next week, but a lot of teams around the league are doing it this week. Uh, and uh, we'll keep a, keep an eye because I would imagine we'll get to hear from some of the Cowboys and Dak Prescott, maybe even Jared Jones. Maybe even Jared Jones will have We've some words. got to say something today. When does he start doing his radio interviews? We always get good news and nuggets and things to talk about when Jerry Jones jumps on the radio up there. He not done that in a little bit, has he? Remember, he's out on the boat. He had a good quote today. I need to pull it up. Did he? Oh, did he really? I, I, I was trying to find a video of it because I wanted she to She is my it. daughter. And it, yes, oh, she's oh, right in the front it office. It had something to do with that. Uh, oh. It is not imperative. It is not imperative to me to wrap uh, to wrap anything up. What? It is not imperative to me to wrap anything up. Anything? Anything. Ooh. Talking about Dak's Pres- uh, Dak Prescott's contract extension. Oh, but you could a lot. you could go a lot of different ways. A lot of different ways with that. Yeah. Well, remember, didn't 
83-year-old Al Pacino. Uh, that's what I'm saying. 79-year-old oh, no. Robert Come De Niro. He's clearly not in Paris. Don't, don't, Jerry, don't buy into that. Oh, man. Just, just jump on up to Harry Hines and take care of yourself, kid. Here's some confidence building for Ty that says, like most gamblers, Ty someday will be poor enough to stop gambling. <laughs> it happens. Uh, this says, LOL, Ty sounds like a true gambler. Kenny Rogers, know when to hold him, know when to fold him, baby. I, I, I do pretty good for myself. Of course, there's bad there's bad weeks, there's bad months, but I, I, think, I'm, I think I'm getting towards that 70% win rate. Well, Come on 65, now. 70. Right, well, my, my return on investment is pretty high, I will say. It's all about the ROI. It's all about the ROI. Um, I would just say this, Ty. Make make sure you, you – I don't want to tell you you're not to get married to this girl, but don't get married. If that's going to be your your plan. What, just be a bachelor in the whole life? <laughs> well, if, you're, if, you, if, there, if, you, if you can't make enough money to stop gambling, that's going to be – you know this, Buck. That's going to be a problem. Yeah, you can't no. – well, when you, when, you, when you have a, 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 a vowed – A mate? Yeah, a vowed wife, yes, that's going to be a problem. She has her. Now, now she knows it going into it, but she's still trying to stop it. She's still going to try uh, to put she, her foot she, down. When we're going to fight, she pulls that out all the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trust me. I, now, I if you didn't it. make that bet last night, <laughs> we'd be going to dinner tonight. Friendly <laughs> <Yeah, exactly. laughs> right. piece of advice. And I, your girlfriend may call me and say, What are you doing? Tell him not to get married. Well, he's making us money. Come on, Aaron. He's making us money. He's paying the rent over here. Well, literally. And when one of those cold slumps will come and it'll be an extended. Oh, there slump. will be a cold slump. Always is. Yeah. And always are. We'll be back. Load up the Blitz, 447-3776. Only as good as you make it on a day-by-day basis. A little gossip in there as well. First, Craig. Where you get that from? Did someone tell you that? Did someone tell you that? Because I ain't for no games, okay? Salacious gossip brought to you by the Icy Cold Bud Lights. Brewed in Texas. By Texans. For Texans. Since, gosh, the early 80s. Proud of it. Pick it up. It's also the official domestic beer partner of your Texas Longhorns, the Texas Texans, and the Texas OU game. So it should be your official cold beer for the weekend when the Longhorns play out in Palo Alto. Games and uh, date, dates and times to be announced. Texas and Stanford coming this weekend. That should be pretty darn good on your uh, mid-June must-watch moments. Hey, uh, Buck. Yes, sir. What will they say next? What will they come up with next? We'll find out here in the Blitz. But... Uh, Quick note, programming, speaking of Texas baseball, David Pierce is going to jump on with Craig coming up uh, in Light the Tower's first hour, 10 o'clock hour. David Pierce, you'll get to hear from him for the first time since the Longhorns now know who their opponent is. Maybe some travel plans and what they're going to be up to. That'll be coming up this morning between uh, 10 and 11 on Light the Tower. Hey, so uh, did you see that the Kansas City Chiefs attended the White House visit yesterday? Went to see the president, toured the White House, celebrated their Super Bowl championship. And you see the uh, the, the scripted but no less funny moment when uh, we're in his Chiefs red and black suit. Oh, boy. Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. I knew that looked was looked like he up. was going to walk up to the dais and take the microphone and do what he does. But it was Patrick Mahomes with another good play for the team. He went and prevented him from getting to the microphone. Turn the mic off. Because you never want him in front of a live mic. What is he going to say? What is he going to say? And uh, it was, they planned it, but it was still nonetheless funny. Good for them. Um, yeah, they had their, their visit there. Uh, also, in your salacious gossip, um, we talked to you about the Cheez It situation going on in, uh, down there at Joshua Tree. Um, how about this? A, a bar in Australia, down under, my friends, 
apologizing after advertising a promotion where they offered women free drinks based on their bra size and also for encouraging women to go braless. The promotion has been canceled. Oh, yeah, it has. <laughs> of course it has. Can't we have any fun anymore? No. What do you mean? Can't. Can't do that? You can, can go to Sweden and watch the, the sex Oh, yeah. Still got to get on that deal, that uh, sex, right, keep sex saying, competition. Yeah, that competition. Let us know about that. Well, is it televised, a pay-per-view thing? I'm still not sure on the technique side of it. It's a good opportunity YouTube. for HBO to get back into the sports world. <laughs> That's, right. Sports. Or, or, That's right. Or Max now. They're badly named streaming app, Max. Keep HBO, please. But, uh, yeah, they can stream that. And like you used to read Cosmopolitan, Buck. That's right. That's where you learn things. Maybe you could tune into the... Uh, the now officially sanctioned sex games in Sweden and learn a thing or two. That's called porn. That's yeah, porn, though, yeah. But, not can you, but can you teach an old dog new tricks? Yeah, you can. You can? Yeah, because remember what we told you yesterday, the, the, the competition is all about pleasuring the, the other, but you can learn a thing or two. Like, That's right. You're never too old to learn. You're and right. One of the, the grading categories is also uh, creativity, right? Creativity, right? Exactly. And like, I mean, well, come on, we all. I'm already whatever, a whatever, freak. whatever people see on uh, the adult entertainment, it's exactly what women want, right? That's exactly what women want. Come on, we all know that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yes. I guess. Yes. <laughs> Probably not exactly what they're looking for, but because uh, it's not made for them, right? In most cases, adult entertainment not made for women. So. Made you, for dudes. You would <laughs> yes, you would learn probably what the women actually want. When it comes to that kind of thing. Let's go to the Blitz. The Bucky and E Blitz. The Morning Blitz brought to you by Apple Leasing. Where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck. The half under factory warranty. In any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. This guy's being dudes. First Blitzer, you're up. What's up, you dumbass Aggies? <laughs> hey, we love lobster and giving sugar to them Aggies. Remember the Alamo, Tosh, she's going to turn you into a puppy dog. <laughs> Thank you, dear big dog. Next Blitzer, you're up. I hate Australia. This is Calista Flockhart. Very nice. Next oh, Blitzer, okay. you're up. Yeah, it is a real condition when you're punch drunk by intense competition, for example. I know at this point, Texas has to finish in the top five in baseball to get that director's cup. And I am on pins and needles. Punch drunk. Nice. Next blitzer, you're up. The most beautiful figure skater of all time is Jane Torbell. Oh, how I hate Christopher Dean. And to stay, I stole y'all of Christopher Dean. Come on, Dean and Torbell. Next blitzer, you're up. Wow, guys. I actually made it 14 years, and she hasn't dropped me off at the wrong house or thrown me in a strange neighborhood. Happy anniversary, babe. There you go. Good job, dear. Sean, next Blitzer, you're up. For the sex games, I nominate the team captains, Philip Rivers and Nick Cannon. <laughs> Philip Rivers. Wow, he started early too, didn't he? Next Blitzer, you're up. Buck and E. What's up, buddy? Y'all talking about y'all used to get cheeses to eat. Man, I used to go work with my granddaddy at 6 in the morning. He'd take us out to mow yards, and he'd come out lunchtime. He'd give us a can of sardines and crackers he'd been oh. had on the dashboard all week. Oh, sardines and crap. I've had those before. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Coach. Yes. I woke up late, and I know Ty woke up late because we were drunk on some Aggie tears. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Next, Blitzer, you're up. Hey, start taking that picture with them uh, linemen and that bull. That's one thing. But can that? Or can they uh, ride that bull? Are they mean enough? Or is it? The, is the bull going to ride Dill? We'll oh! oh, shut it down. All right, we have some major breaking news that has just come down. CNBC, the first to report that the PGA Tour, get ready for this one, has agreed today to merge with the rival Live Golf. Really? Yeah. The Live Golf one. Uh, the P.